Hi guys, this is Adam Hanover and this is the Boxing Coaches Podcast, episode number three. So this one's about, tell me about a coach in your journey. That's what I'm titling this one, tell me about a coach in your journey. Whenever I'm delivering level one courses, one of the exercises we do is we hand out lots of post-it notes and everybody goes away with a pen and we ask them just that question, tell me about a coach in your journey. So they square themselves away for two or three minutes or maybe have a little chat with each other and they write down about a coach and um, perhaps some of the impact they've had or the reasons why they're actually bringing this person up. They then come up to the mirror and they stick all the post-it notes onto the mirror and I read through some of them. And here's what always amazes me, or at this point is stopping to amaze me to be fair, is that every single reflection that the coaches put up on there is about a coach that has inspired them someone that had real integrity someone that made them feel like an individual made made them kind of want to run through walls hardly any time at all has anyone put this coach was really really good at teaching me the jab this could was this coach was very very good at teaching the slate the 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 layback or the roll or any defenses or anything technical or tactical based and that always happens that always happens the example i always give is my hero it's bobby robson now i know that he's not a boxing coach of course but for those who know bobby robson and most of you will is it was a real man of integrity and i remember a story when i was um i was watching a game at southampton back at the dell and uh bobby robson was was coming down and um he was the manager i think it was back with newcastle days and um he got mobbed by all the people outside the stadium and everyone's throwing their pens and pads for an autograph and one kid dropped his pen and pad on the floor by accident and Bobby spotted this and, and made a beeline towards this kid, asking everyone to sort of move out of the way. Picked up this pen and pad for the kid, signed the autograph, tapped him on the head, smiled at him, and, and sent him on his way, and then went on to do all the other autographs. He just had that natural instinct to help people and, and want to do the right thing. So it was a real kind of hero of mine. And I think one word that really stands out there, which I think we all need to have as boxing coaches, is integrity. So in episode one and in episode two, we talked a little bit about rapport building. When we're delivering level ones in England Boxing, we uh, look at something called uh, the rapport building around the glove. So we have basically laminated gloves that have uh, four points around them. So the first one is to learn and use names. The second one to smile, make eye contact. The third is to coach the person, not just the boxer. And the fourth is to show interest and respect in all the participants so the coaches the boxers the officials um so really important stuff but i think one and two are very basic in 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 any relationship building so that's learning and using names and smile and making on eye contact so uh little story i've got is we used to have a principal at my college at Chief met college called phil fryer who used to walk around every morning to the classrooms and through the corridors and pop his head in and say hello to everyone he'd pop into the boxing gym and say hello to all the boxers knew them all by names how did you get on the weekend how do you do um and it was really important i think I think um, a lot of people respected him for that uh, connection that he made. Uh, another example is my coach um, when I was boxing at West Hill called Dave Bishop Jr. Um, really, really gifted at making the complicated and difficult, making that very simple and putting it across in a very clear and articulate way um, and that made a real impact on my boxing and uh, all the kids that he, he did work with. Um, also another thing to think about 
so when you're at work, how many people do you actually know and how many people do you actually sort of walk past in the corridor and just kind of nod at really than making any kind of real connection? Um, I know it's something I need to work on and my colleagues sometimes I'm just walking past and just say morning rather than actually standing and having a real viable chat with someone. Um, and I think that can also transcribe over to the boxing gym. Uh, a lot of times we gravitate towards certain people and have a chat with them because we do have a, a good relationship with them. But what about the kid in the corner, the one who kind of quietly gets on with his uh, with his session? Um, perhaps we need to go over there and speak to them. You know, How was school? How are you getting on this week? What have you been up to? Um, and just building relationships and smashing down the ice and breaking down the walls uh, there. Um, and perhaps a little a little sort of challenge for myself and a challenge for people just to go to that person this week and, and see how you get on with, with that, that talk that you usually wouldn't have. So just going back to the original question, tell me about a coach in your journey. I think a lot of us, when asked this question, come up with a, a coach in our head that we would have ran through walls for uh, over and over and over again. Um, and I wonder how much of that that behaviour actually comes through the relationship that we had with the coach, um, how they spoke to us, how they, they listened to us, and, and generally how we got on with that person, rather as opposed to all the tech and tech knowledge that they had. Um, now, don't get me wrong, I think it's really, really important for trust that the coach has a good level of, of technical and tactical knowledge and they have a high level of competency, but ultimately... Does that matter so much if the person doesn't trust the coach and they don't have that connection, that communication between them? So just kind of finishing with the old adage, really, people don't care what you know until they know how much you care. I think that's something to really think about and ponder on um, as we finish this podcast, but it's something I've heard loads and loads in recent podcasts. Um, uh, It seems to be kind of coming up over and over again, but something to think about. People don't care what you know until they know how much you care. Okay, so thanks very much, guys, for listening. Thanks for all the downloads that you've done um, over the last week or so since episode one. Um, It's been brilliant listening to all your comments. Thanks for sending those in via the Anchor app message facility. And thanks for all the messages on the Facebook page, on the the Boxing Coaches podcast Facebook page. Uh, Just a little reminder, um, I'm putting this information out there for everyone to share. uh, And the more we share and discuss these things, and ultimately it has the impact on the people that it matters mostly to. And that is the boxers. Thanks very much, guys. Look forward to episode number four next week. Cheers. Have a good one. Bye. If you liked this podcast, similar content and discussions can be found at The Box Gathering. The Box Gathering is a social initiative born out of the ashes of the first lockdown in March 2020. We provide a platform where coaches, boxers, officials and boxing enthusiasts can join together online to discuss various boxing topics. It's free to join and upgrade options offer unlimited access to all our live gatherings, campfire videos and coaching resources. Join today at www.theboxgathering.co.uk.